Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, today we're taking a little deeper dive about the root causes of autoimmune disease. Last week we talked about what some of the symptoms were and you heard my unpopular opinion on whether or not you need a diagnosis to heal. Kind of in the same vein, I hear all the time, I am so inflamed. That is my root cause. And I'm here to tell you, again, another unpopular opinion, that inflammation is not the root cause of whatever's going on in your body. And so anything that you're doing to reduce inflammation, that's not treating the autoimmune disease's root cause. And it is likely making your condition worse. And that goes for all chronic illnesses and all of those little symptoms that just aren't getting better. Okay. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what makes inflammation worse and what you might be doing right now that's causing that. We're going to talk about different root causes for autoimmune disease. And we're going to talk about if it's not inflammation, then what is it? Okay. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women start their very own autoimmune revolution. An autoimmune revolution helps you to stop chasing symptoms and become the healer in your own home and human suit. So we are currently enrolling our autoimmune revolution waitlist. So if you're on the waitlist, check that inbox, do a quick search for me. Uh, we do have limited spots and what you do in that group is find your root cause and DIY your own revolution with the help of me and a small community. So if you jump on the waitlist now, you might still be able to grab one of those spots, but you'll have to, uh, you may have to wait until the next enrollment. Either way, you'll be on the waitlist and you'll be ready. Head over to AudreyChristie.com forward slash autoimmune revolution for details. All right. So in episode 147, we talked about autoimmune disease symptoms. More specifically, at what point you should begin to suspect an autoimmune disease. I dropped a few unpopular opinions about uh, getting a diagnosis or needing a diagnosis there. So you might want to give that a, a full listen for, you know, all of that tea, if you will. But the gist is, is that a diagnosis is not important. So since that went over so well, I thought I would add this unpopular opinion to the role and let you know that along with a diagnosis not being relevant to your healing at all, in about 90% of the cases that is, here's another one for you. Inflammation is not the root cause of your autoimmune disease. It's not the root cause of your pain, your chronic illness, or your symptoms that just won't go away. And just to put a little icing on that cake, not to be the bearer of bad news, but reducing your inflammation long-term with stuff like NSAIDs or steroids or even natural stuff like curcumin, and sometimes even nutrition changes, sometimes that's making it worse. So if inflammation isn't the root cause and taking things to reduce inflammation is making it worse, then what do you do? So let me tell you a story. And, you know, I'll, I'll preface this whole episode, the bulk of this information and the information I just gave by saying there is absolutely a time and place where inflammation may need to be treated like short term by a holistic or conventional me- method temporarily, friends, temporarily. And that can happen in acute conditions, or it can sometimes happen with a chronic condition um, if something urgent has developed, okay? So keep that in mind. 
Also, equally important to know, is that it is categorically wrong to use these methods long-term, to use medications and methods to reduce inflammation long-term without addressing the root cause. So I want to tell you about a client of mine. Let's call her Emily. And no, Emily's not her name. So if you are a client named Emily, it's not you. (laughs) But uh, Emily's primary autoimmune condition is celiac disease. Interestingly, that was her primary autoimmune condition. But did you know what had come before that? About 10 years, it might have been more like 13, but between 10 and 13 years of chronic antacid and proton pump inhibitor use. So she was using things to help her um, acid issues in the stomach, frequently called acid reflux. But what a lot of people don't know is that using PPIs, proton pump inhibitors, using antacids, I'll get it out in a minute, long term, actually can trigger autoimmunity. It doesn't every time, but it can. You can get all the details on that. I talk a lot more in depth on the science behind that in episode 083. And you can find that at audreychristie.com forward slash 083. But back to Emily and her celiac disease. So Emily's celiacs was treated with corticosteroids and a gluten-free diet. For years and years and years, she took steroids and even took a turn or two on biologics. Can you guess what happened next? She developed a secondary autoimmune condition, rheumatoid arthritis. Yep. The number one cause of a secondary autoimmune disease is a primary autoimmune disease treated with conventional medicine, treated with masked symptoms, okay? Now, by the time she got to me, she was actually on lab work anyways, testing and proving that she had autoimmune thyroid as well. So now we're sitting in my office. She's got three autoimmune disease stacked. That's called polyautoimmunity. And we're piecing together what went wrong. And all Emily could focus on and all Emily wanted to discuss was how could we stop her inflammation? It was inflammation causing this stuff. So I told Emily what I'm telling you today. Inflammation isn't the cause of her issue. Now, it's because she was diagnosed and treated masking the symptoms instead of searching out the root cause and healing her body, okay? Rebalancing, bringing the body back into balance. Now, I'm happy to report now Emily is off all of those meds and she is well on her way to being completely rebalanced. In fact, we only see each other for the occasional maintenance uh, reminder once every six months, okay? And that's the way it should be. Now, if inflammation is not the root cause of disease, then what is it? (laughs) So autoimmune disease, as I always say, is a tree with many roots. Even if you haven't been diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and you just have a symptom or a few symptoms, or maybe you're suffering from a chronic diagnosis even, something that seems pretty common, like high blood pressure, or maybe it's PMS. Did y'all know that you're not supposed to have PMS? That's not normal. So there is not one cause of that thing happening in your body that thing happening in your human suit. There are multiple causes and they're all a little bit different for everyone. I'm going to go over some of the ones that I see most commonly and see if it rings true for you. So if it's true for you, it'll feel light. If it's not true for you, it'll feel heavy. And that's just kind of one of those um, energy medicine ways to tell. Definitely not the end all be all. So I'll also tell you how else you can find out. Um, but just listen and just notice in your body if it's light or heavy, right? So the first one is energetic disturbances. So dis-ease in the body always, always, always starts out in your energy field long before it manifests in the 3D, in your human suit, right? So some of the most common energetic disturbances include stress, EMF sensitivity. Um, there's lots of other disturbances. Sometimes it could be an emotional energetic trigger. So 
ones I see a lot are feeling responsible for like the entire world's problems, like it's all your fault or that you have to fix it all. Um, and sometimes this is on a large scale. So literally the whole world or a small scale, like your own family or your job or something much uh, smaller, closer knit. Another common emotional pattern is carrying the world on your shoulders, being overwhelmed by life or having um, been exposed to something called conditional love. So that can happen in childhood or later on in life. Energetic disturbances is something that almost everyone has at least one root in, okay? Now, the second one is gut issues. It's now widely accepted that the immune system and your gut work very, very close together. They are very closely intertwined. The majority of our immune system actually lives in our digestive system. So when the digestive system is impaired by anything, it has a very direct impact on the immune system. Now, this could be from a nutrient deficiency. It could be from consuming a diet that's just based on ultra-processed foods. It could be from eating foods that you're allergic to or sensitive to. It could be from alcohol abuse, and it doesn't take as much alcohol as you'd think to classify as alcohol abuse. It could be from long-term medication dependence, and that could be something over the counter. It could be supplemental or it could be prescription. Okay. All of these things lend themselves to gut issues, right? Leaky gut, SIBO, candida, all of these things. Another common root cause for autoimmune disease is infections. Now you might be thinking, well, Audrey, uh, you know, I've had an infection in my life. We all have, right? And when I say infections can trigger autoimmune disease or they can be part of the root cause, it could be infections that you've had officially, like strep or a cold or some other virus. It could be something that you didn't even know you had, which is often the case with something like Epstein-Barr, sometimes Lyme disease. Some people know that they have or had Lyme or that they were exposed. Um, or it could be any uh, any kind of co-infection that could go with any of that stuff. If you just take multiple sclerosis, for example, there are over 24 viruses that multiple sclerosis has been linked to, okay? Rheumatoid, for example, has been linked to Lyme disease. And now these, again, they're not the single cause for this thing. They're just one of the root causes. So if you don't address those root causes, do you get better? No, you don't. You can mask the symptoms, but unless you address that root cause, all the root causes, you can't get better. It just keeps coming back. And in fact, like Emily, you'll get worse. Now, another root cause that um, often grosses people out is parasites. Uh, many conventional practitioners would have you believe that if you live in like a modernized country like the U.S., then it's unlikely that you have parasites. And in fact, it's actually really likely. I hate to break it to you, but it is. And I can't tell you how often that my clients get to phase two and no matter how much I warn them, like it's, you, you, you have parasites. There's just no way you have, you don't have parasites. Um, when we're like working on their recovery, then I get so many messages in the client portal. Oh my God, you will never believe what came out of me, <laughs> right? These parasites, they can be in the dirt. They can be in your food. The one myth I will dispel that walking around barefoot, unless you have open sores, likely is not the cause of your parasites. It's probably something much more that you do much more commonly than that, right? You don't have to like live on a farm to get a parasite. Um, you just have to eat at a restaurant or buy food at a grocery store or eat a steak that's just not quite done. Um, maybe have some sushi or sashimi. Though All of those things can cause parasites, even in the best, highest quality of restaurants, okay? 
And another thing I hear often is, well, I had a parasite stool test and it came back negative. So here's the thing about parasites. If you were able to pass them in a bowel movement, there wouldn't be a problem. Okay. And those parasite bowel tests, those tests that test your stool for parasites require you to have to pass the parasite first. So there are some ways that we can tell that there's likely parasites. Usually that's with standard blood work. That's something that if you are working with me, I can order for you. Or a lot of times people will have their primary care doctor order that and send the results to me too. So there's lots of different ways that you can check in on that. Another big issue, another big root cause that we see so, so often, again, not as a singular singular root, but as a combination, roots, plural, is toxins, right? Toxins are everywhere in our environment. And the majority of women apply about 80 toxins, apply and absorb 80 toxins before they even leave the house in the morning. And no, you're not safe if you don't wear makeup, right? There are toxins in your water, in your furniture, your laundry, your clothes, in the air. It's just very difficult to stay away from them all. And the most common ones are heavy metals, BPA, mercury, and mold, okay? And people say, well, I don't have any mold in my house, et cetera. If you lived in Texas during snow, snowpocalypse or any snowpocalypse that Texas has had and you had a water pipe break, you likely have some mold in your house. If you ever had a roof leak, likely have some mold in your house. If you live out in the most beautiful forest every fall and winter, you have mold because the leaves break down. That's part of the decomposition process, okay? So, you have exposures to these toxins. And it's one of the reasons why I harp so much on drainage pathways, on your liver, on your kidneys, on your bowels, being able to move all those things so that your body can get rid of stuff like it's supposed to, get rid of those toxins like it's supposed to. And I have two more root causes for you. Again, these are just some of the common root causes. It's by no means an exhaustive list. This one is dietary triggers. And really, it can kind of go in digestive health because that's what consuming foods that are triggers for you does, right? If you're allergic to food, if you are eating food that you're allergic and tolerant or sensitive to, it creates damage. It creates confusion for your immune system, and it can actually cause the immune system to start sending inflammation. That's a secondary thing, right? Not a primary thing, but sending inflammation when those foods are consumed. So the primary triggers for that are generally gluten, dairy, and or eggs. It can be one of those or all three. Now, there are lots of other things that people can be sensitive or allergic to, but these are the big ones. These are the ones that we see most often. And so if you want to know what your specific triggers are, there is a very simple at-home test for that, okay? It takes about two weeks to get your results back. There are simple tests to learn about your heavy metals, to learn about your mineral balance, to learn about your nutrient deficiencies. All of these things can be done from the comfort of your home. The very last one I want to talk about is genetic triggers. And a lot of times I don't touch on this because it's so difficult to trace back and people want to go get these big expensive DNA tests. And you can, you certainly can if you want to, but it's not necessary, right? You don't have to do that. But again, it's a simple test that can be done at home. You've probably heard in previous episodes that autoimmune conditions are one part genetic, and I still stand by that. I don't feel like the evidence for that has changed, but the genetic trigger isn't always what you think. It's not just because your grandma had psoriasis or your mom or your aunt. That doesn't mean that you will. It could be me. It could mean that given the right ingredients, some of which like diet and exposures to toxins can run in family, you could end up with psoriasis just like grandma, mom, or aunt. But with empowered knowledge, you can also prevent it. 
And when you're treating the root causes, you can also reverse it. We now know, thanks to epigenetics, that genes can be turned on and off for the good and for the bad, okay? So that gives you an idea of some of the root causes for autoimmune disease, for chronic illness, anything that you have that's not going away, this applies to, okay? Weight loss. If you can't lose weight, this applies to that. If you have more questions about autoimmunity, about autoimmune disease root causes, I would love to have you join us in the Wellness Circle, my exclusive and free community to help women pursue holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit. We have discussions around the autoimmune podcast and even free office hours on Fridays to get your questions answered privately. Here's the thing, guys. Chronic disease is preventable and autoimmune disease is capable of being healed or at least put in very long-term remission. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise because you deserve to feel good. You can get the direct link on the show notes page or just go directly to audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook to join us in the wellness circle. Now, when you join the wellness circle, you'll also get my free guide, Kickstart Your Autoimmune Revolution, five steps to get you started on your very own autoimmune revolution. And it's newly updated to contain a safe approach to the first phase of healing that I use with many, many clients working on your energy and drainage. So getting those drainage pathways working well, getting your mitochondria health up so that your body can begin to heal as we move on to some of the more difficult phases of healing. So again, I want to remind you that if you're on the wait list for the autoimmune revolution, that is enrolling now. So definitely check your inbox, very limited slots there. And the wait list is very long. To wrap this up, inflammation is not the root cause of autoimmune disease, and finding your root cause is the first step to healing your body, okay? So if you're interested in taking that step, head to the show notes page at audreychristie.com forward slash 148 for a chance to grab a free mini consult in my virtual practice. I hope that through this episode, you've had at least one aha moment or more than one about root causes that could be causing your troubles. If you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things into your life, feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, head over to audreychristie.com. There are free PDF downloads, online courses, programs, tons of resources to help you create your own health and wellness revolution. And those are both free and paid resources. There's all kinds of goodies. Just remember, I am always reading for you, friend, and I am so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.